If I was to describe the past year, I guess I would say it's number one, challenging, uh, being resourceful, and thinking outside the box. My name is Peter Lau. I am the superintendent for the Bureau of Street and Environmental Services, overseeing all street cleaning operations for the department and the city. February of 2020, we were in Malaysia for our, I guess you could say our annual trip to visit my wife's side of family and to celebrate Chinese New Year. And uh, it was also the start of the, uh, the pet, well, it hasn't been a pandemic. It wasn't a pandemic yet, but the start of the uh, the spread of, of COVID. And I just remember just kind of sitting in the living room, just watching um, BBC World. And it was just showing all this footage of Wuhan, like shutting down, just like limiting access in and out. Everyone that was in the city was stuck in the city. They were closed, barricading everything off. They were bringing in the military and there was no travel uh, allowed in to the city. So, I mean, families, friends, everyone was just kind of just instantly separated. And I was just like, wow, this is pretty crazy. And then like the following days, like all these other uh, surrounding Asian um, countries were, were just kind of really taking it very seriously and, and just started to limit their access uh, in and out. And um, my wife and I were getting like pretty nervous as far as whether or not we'd be able to kind of return home back to San Francisco. Um, luckily we were, we were actually surprised when we landed in SFO that there, there was very little, uh, I guess we say screening. They just asked, did you travel to China? We said, no, they just kind of let you pass through. There was like no temperature gate, no temperature checks. Uh, no asking of symptoms or anything like that. Um, and so one, you kind of relieved that it's, I mean, things are still normal somewhat uh, at that time, but then in the back of your head, it's like, wow, um, are we really prepared for this, you know? And of course, I mean, things happen the way they did and you know, we're, we're kind of in this worldwide pandemic uh, now. Pretty crazy. Uh, I had a couple of friends in uh, in New York um, who did contract COVID. Luckily, they uh, they kind of pulled pulled through. I had a um, friend who lost her mother through COVID, uh, which was which was pretty pretty tough, and also just kind of really. Uh, woke me up in a way where like there were times, I mean, at the beginning it was just like, just, you just hear from the news, I mean, I mean the numbers uh, of, of the death uh, toll rising. And then it doesn't really hit you until someone you actually knew for like many, many years um, passed away. And then just hearing a story of the person, person just kind of dying alone, which was just, it was like heartbreaking. I mean, that, I personally couldn't see their family, you know, on 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 their last days. I mean, it was just felt bad for person who passed away, and also even for, for the family. Just yeah. The birth of my daughter Beatrix in June 
it's definitely a blessing for sure. For, I mean, first and foremost, seeing her every morning, smiling and stuff, but was definitely challenging. First, it was you know, in the middle of the pandemic, and it was also the, the start of the Black Lives Matters protests. And so we live in the Soma area, and I guess a couple of days before she was born, the protests were kind of in the thick of it, and they were shutting down entrances and exits to the highway. And so my wife and I were, were panicking, <laughs> to say the least, as far as just logistics, as far as how we were going to get to the hospital in time, how we were going to send my son, uh, who's not allowed in the hospital, to Oakland to be to be taken care of by my by my cousins, which was the only family I have in, in the Bay Area, and so it was quite a bit of uh, of planning just to make sure things would kind of just would happen without any sort of hitch. But in the end, everything worked out great. Beatrice was born healthy, mom's healthy, um, and now we're just kind of just dealing with the day to day uh, challenges of trying to raise a, or now she's a nine-month-old now, nine-month-old and a five-year-old with no uh, support system <laughs> from our family because um, my family's in New York and my wife's family's in Malaysia. My daughter Beatrix has only met her f outside family through FaceTime, which has been uh, pretty tough. I mean, given the uh, current state of things with the public health crisis, there, there's just no way for any sort of uh, travel. So it's definitely been tough trying to juggle work and life uh, all together, especially for my wife, because you know, she's been at home trying to take care of uh, both our kids and try to kind of make some sort of a living. I mean, she works in the fitness industry. And so she, you know, she's, she's kind of been struggling throughout this pandemic without, without the, uh, the fitness industry being open right now. Um, so yeah, it's trying to make the most of it. I think at the end of it all, uh, I think we'll all come out as stronger people, uh, and really just appreciate what we have. Uh, we definitely strengthened our bonds as a family. And so, yeah, we're just kind of trying to make things work and just roll, rolling with the punches day by day. So to me, essential means indispensable or absolutely necessary. To be an essential worker gives me a sense of pride to be given this responsibility of performing and supporting this, this city at all times, no matter the day, no matter no matter the time, no matter the situation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an honor to be given this opportunity. This year was challenging for the entire world. And as far as in the street cleaning world, we just didn't stop with, with any of our our operations. So the Bureau of Street Environmental Services operates uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We don't stop uh, for anything, uh, not even emergencies or any sort of that. In fact, we actually step up during those times. Definitely uh, working in street cleaning because it's an essential service. Uh, we haven't stopped since shelter in place. I'm just so grateful and proud of the dedicated and like the hardworking staff within the Bureau of Street and Environmental Services. I mean, they've come to work every day in the immediate face of danger with the, you know, knowing that they could potentially contract this virus. Also, I mean, it wasn't just a pandemic that we had to deal with uh, this entire year. 
we had the uh, Black Lives Matter protests and subsequent uh, looting and damage, which our staff uh, was out there uh, right from the beginning. I still remember that day in the May. I get a call at one in the morning from Larry and he, he just says, the chief just called. There's some looting in, uh, in Union Square. I need you to check it out. And we were out there. I mean, I was out there. Night shift was out there. They, we all responded within minutes. First to assess the damage uh, along Market Street and, and in UN and in the Union Square. And we just did what we did. Started cleaning up. Started making everything safe uh, up until uh, the next, the very next day uh, when our day shift came on and then just continued on with 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 the cleanup, trying to get the city back into some sort of a presentable state. Um, we also had the fires. I mean, the uh, the crazy fires coming from all the way up from, I guess, Oregon. And you know, I mean, that still remember that one day where it looked like we were living on Mars. You know, I mean, that so that was pretty scary as well. You know, for our staff being out there, we we're definitely worried about um, the air quality and, and, and the health. Uh, for our staff, not only trying to stay safe from the virus, trying to keep their head on a swivel, make sure there, I mean, that there's no any sort of acts of violence that are brewing up, and also having to worry about, I mean, what what looked like the end of the world from uh, from the skies. Well, at the start of the uh, the shelter in place and the stay at home order. Everything was in flux. I mean, things were changing by the day, by the minute, as far as what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. And so it was confusing for me. I'm sure confusing for upper management. I'm sure even more confusing and scary for our line staff because, I mean, they're just, everything's changing uh, so rapidly. And so we had started to provide our staff with just daily updates of Resources being made available to them, whether it's PPE, when we're getting a new shipment from the, from the EOC, or uh, when testing was available. And ultimately, you just want to be just having a communication and, and being informed kind of puts you at ease. So, so we just kind of kept doing that and just kind of really just pushing the information however we could, either through emails, through daily tailgates. We even had a big signboard where we kind of posted up a bunch of different announcements by the tool room just so that everyone can see what's going on and to kind of everyone would would stay informed the best they can we just had to kind of stay on our toes and be able to kind of move and address uh whatever priorities were, were, were coming at us it's just some personal anecdotes i uh I mean, I make a pretty good, pretty killer uh, loaf of sourdough bread now. <laughs> like much, much of everyone else in the Bay Area. Nothing but time on my hands when, you, when you're sitting at home and uh, not being able to go out. I was able to kind of just do some research and um, kind of perfect making some bread, uh, which, which I'm pretty proud of. Um, some other things that I, not just myself, but our family wasn't really able to do because we're so caught up with with everything else going on before the pandemic just kind of with 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 life and stuff like that was being able to go outside and enjoy uh the beauty of san francisco uh being able to travel to all the different parks and playgrounds um and and so that that was really cool uh going to farmers markets 
I mean, that was like the safest option when it comes to getting groceries. And so I was, it was the first year I actually went to like the ferry terminal for farmer's market. Now I go every Saturday. I'm like so hooked with it. So it's been pretty cool. If I was to put one thing in a time capsule to remember this past year, I guess I would put a rubber band to symbolize how resilient we are as, as, as people, as humans. We, we, we tend to bounce back pretty well, no matter how thinly stretched we are. I'm Peter Lau. Thanks for listening to Snapshots, Still We Rise, a Public Works podcast.